I'm Deacon Mark Aislin, and this is May 23rd, 2020, Saturday of the sixth week of Easter. When I was a boy, my maternal grandmother reveled in telling us stories from her life. Meme, as we called her in the French-Canadian culture, tended to repeat her stories a lot, not out of forgetfulness, but I think because she just loved reliving those earlier times. For my part, I was an impatient kid, itching to go out to play when she would begin her long tales. I certainly didn't think of recording any of those stories either, which is unfortunate since we lost a lot of family history by not doing so. What I do recall is that Meme's stories invariably involved some aspect of her faith, like the time she met her future husband after Mass in the nave of Notre-Dame de Lourdes in saco or when she would tell us that in praying for a saint's intervention, sometimes you needed to play it tough, a woman of abiding faith and abounding in love for her 14 grandchildren. Meme was, as I see now, Christ for us. She preached the gospel in her long stories and simply through her loving care for us. Being poor, she hadn't money to shower gifts on her grandchildren, but in preparation for our visits, she would sew us rag balls and make treats like her famous date nut squares. She was our first catechist, certainly not in the more sophisticated vein of Priscilla in today's first reading from Acts, but a powerful testament to the love of God nevertheless. The U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops reminds us, the Christian family is ordinarily the first experience of the Christian community and the primary environment for growth in faith. Because it is the church of the home, the family is a place in which the word of God is received and from which it is extended. I suspect many of us have had a family member like Meme, who, when you think about it, was your first catechist. The intriguing but not very well-known Apollos in our passage from Acts is said to have been catechized in the way of the Lord, described as knowing the baptism of John, but not of the Holy Spirit. Apollos' own catechetical work probably included the message of repentance and the forgiveness of sins, and something of the life and teachings of Jesus. But while valuable, Apollos' teachings were incomplete. Priscilla and her husband, Achilla, take Apollos aside for some additional catechesis himself. They open up for him the fuller revelation of the salvific act of Jesus' death and resurrection. Being given insight from the baptism in the Spirit, Apollos would then understand the truly significant good news of the dying of the old self to sin and the rising to new life in Christ. His willingness to be instructed rather than to resist Priscilla and Achilla's help enable him to put his apostolic zeal to much greater use later. Apollos' model, his zeal for the faith and his willingness to be himself catechized, is something I try to hold on to, especially when pride gets in the way of deepening my understanding of matters of faith. We don't all need to be theologians, certainly, but Apollos reminds us that our catechesis shouldn't stop in our youth. What I learned from my grandmother and then what was called in my childhood CCD. It's truly lifelong learning. That being said, we can all be like Meme in being catechists within our own families in the simplest, but also the most powerful of ways. To be loving and helpful, to talk about being Catholic with our children and grandchildren, and to be joyful in our faith, alive with the Spirit working through us.